paying $100 for a bottle of water in the middle of a clean, freshwater lake might seem like too high a price to pay, relatively speaking. One might say, that's an expensive bottle of water. But if I offered to bring you that same bottle of drinkable water to a remote location in the middle of the desert with no other source of fresh water available, then the $100 expense, compared to the value of your life, suddenly isn't very expensive at all. While Arjun was away, Team Arjun came to play. All the cats out of the bag now, folks. But we're still here bringing you our favorite and most importantly, actionable insights to Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. We're going to help you accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can experience more profit in every aspect of your life. We're also going to be providing some behind-the-scenes footage of what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. Today, we're all in for a treat because gracing us once again with her presence in studio is our fearless leader, Delisi Friday. Delisi, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. A lot of things have changed on Team Arjun since the last time you've been here. Do you want to give new listeners kind of an intro to who you are, what you do for Team Arjun, as well as what things are new around town? Sure. So my name is Delisi Friday, and I am chief of staff for Arjun Robbins. My job is to essentially be the leader of Team Arjun and Arjun's partner, essentially, when it comes to his businesses within the enterprise. Yes, a lot has changed since that last episode. We have hired more people, so Team Arjun is growing. And we've had some changes and pivots and new businesses and new ideas and new projects come up since then. But that's just another day in Team Arjun. <laughs> Boy, if that isn't the truth. I find it so amusing, Delisi, because I want to say the last three or four invited guests who've been on these episodes have all spontaneously said the word pivot in their general <laughs> in their general interviews, which always makes me laugh because I think, well. You know, that's definitely the word that we picked as our our own rallying cry, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime I interview someone, I say, how do you feel about the word pivot? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, for anybody who is not familiar with Delisi, we will have a link in our show notes for the episode that she was on last time. She gave a lot of really great insights. Um, but for now, Delisi, I've been asking a question of the returning members of Team Arjun, and I'm really curious to hear your answer. What is something in the last year that you have learned, that you've put into practice? I would say the best piece of advice that I've had in the last year is something that I've been thinking about and working through with Arjun, which mm -hmm. is how important it is for you to work with your principal or with your leader, whatever capacity it is, on a regular basis when you're talking about the strategy for the next quarter and for the next year. So a lot has changed with Team Arjun since my last podcast, but it also changes on a regular basis. And one of the things I've realized in working with Arjun is how important it is for us to sit down and say, what are our goals for this quarter? 
Has that changed at all from what we believe them to be last quarter? What are our goals for the upcoming year? Has that changed at all? And then really sitting down and deciding what are we doing today so we can accomplish our goals for next year and the year after. And he and I sat down last week and had one of those strategy sessions. And I realized how important it is because yes, things change and you have to talk about that. But sometimes your goals for 2025 have to be planned out for 2024 right now, which is what we were doing. And I was so excited and invigorated and pumped just to think, man, the work we're doing right now is going to help us accomplish our goals in 2025. And that piece of advice really resonated with me recently, but I want the listeners to take that and think about how they can apply it in their business as well. Because if you have goals for 2024, what are you doing right now to make them possible? If you have goals for 2025, what are you doing to set yourself up for success in 2024 to accomplish those goals. And that has been something that's really been getting me excited lately. One of the first questions that Arjun asked me when I talked to him in person was, what are your two-year goals? And I don't know why that threw me for such a loop. I don't know that I had honestly ever considered that. You know, I'd considered what do I want to accomplish before the end of the year? What do I want to accomplish in life in general and some amorphous future or five years in the future, but I hadn't really thought about in the more distant immediate future, right? Two years is a little bit more immediate than is five years or in the future in general. So I I really like that perspective too, because that's been a mindset shift that Arjun has challenged me on as well, that I, I agree. That's Uh, It's been really valuable on a personal standpoint. It's good to hear about from a business standpoint as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know where you're headed or what your goals are, then how do you plan on getting there? God, couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) I love having you on, Delisi. So you um, went through some of these clips. You found one that resonated with you today. Do you want to go ahead and introduce that for the listeners? What are we watching? Yes. So this clip is about the difference between an investment and an expense. And I never thought about the difference until I started to work with Arjun. And when he talked about this in the book, I was like, okay, we need to talk about this. I feel like every lawyer out there needs to hear this clip. So yes. Okay. I'm excited. Let's roll the clip. The word expense is synonymous with the word cost. They both mean the price you pay. These words are both nouns. The word expensive is different. It's an adjective. Nouns identify a thing. Adjectives modify nouns. If you put a price tag of $100 on a bottle of water, for example, that is a noun. This is simply the price or the cost being charged for the bottle of water. It does not describe the value of the water. Paying $100 for a bottle of water in the middle of a clean, freshwater lake might seem like too high a price to pay, relatively speaking. One might say, that's an expensive bottle of water. But if I offered to bring you that same bottle of drinkable water to a remote location in the middle of the desert with no other source 
of fresh water available, then the $100 expense compared to the value of your life suddenly isn't very expensive at all. So yes, it is true that the price you will pay for a profit-first certified professional will tend to be higher than the cost of a bookkeeper or an accountant who will not help you protect your profits. Profit-first certified professionals do tend to cost more. But at the end of the day, they're far less expensive. Ooh, that is a good one, Delisi. What's coming up for you with that when you heard that? What was kind of your light bulb moment there? Yeah, so I would say for me, it was when Arjun started talking to me about things that would help my life on a personal basis. So he talked about expenses versus investment because that was a real mindset issue for me. And one of the things that he uses an example is hiring a nanny or hiring a maid. Those were things that I wanted to do. It was also something that I was having trouble with just personally because I felt like it was something that was seen as expensive or it was something that was looked down upon. And I'll I'll give you a little bit of background. I'm Hispanic. So for people not watching on YouTube, I'm Hispanic. (laughs) I'm actually Miss Latina World 2008 to 2009. So for a full year and even thereafter, even to this day, I'm still a representative of the Latin community. And I have several members of my family, including my mom, who's very vocal, who kind of looked down on if I was going to hire a maid or if I was going to hire a nanny because they all said I should be able to do it on my own. And they all said it was expensive. And they all said it was something that I didn't need. And so for me, it was a real mindset shift when I realized it's not expensive and it's not an expense. It's an investment because every time I finish my workday and I'm cleaning up the house and getting frustrated because I'm tired and I would rather spend time with my daughter, I am losing that time that I should be spending with her. It's an investment in my mind if I have someone who can come to the house once a week and clean the house so I don't get frustrated and I don't get tired at the end of my workday. And if I have the ability to spend the money to hire a maid and spend the money to hire a nanny, so when I'm done with my workday, I can spend my time and focus my energy on my daughter. And when I'm done with my workday, I can put my energy towards things that make me happy and not things that are going to stress me out. And once I thought about it as an investment and not as an expense, it was like a light bulb moment for me. So before Arjun, that was not who I was. I had a maid who came to my house like every three weeks. (laughs) Now I have a maid who comes to my house every week and I'm super happy about it. I have a nanny who comes and picks up my daughter every day from school and takes care of her until my workday is over. So I never feel stressed out. Like I have to go pick her up and I have to get out of this meeting and I'm in a rush and my daughter gets that one-on-one time. 
um, that she deserves and she loves it. And so changing my mindset from it being an expense to an investment was life-changing for me. And having that help has helped me tremendously. I'm less stressed out. I'm happier. And when my workday is over, my workday is over. And that has been amazing. Kyle, that's, um, I, I found myself even getting a little emotional while you were talking. Um, because I think that there's a lot of useless guilt surrounding being a human in this world, trying to have a human experience, right? And trying to juggle the responsibilities and the interests uh, that you have with everything that has to go on, that has to get done, that seems to always be on your plate. And uh, and I've heard Arjun talk about this before. I've even heard you talk about this before. But for some reason, when you were speaking, I was getting a little um, a little misty eyed <laughs> about it because they, I feel like there was a shift in my mind right now too. Where you know when you said being able to take things off of your plate that don't necessarily need to be on your plate. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing, right? So that you can have more dedicated, more intentional time that you want to be spending doing the things that you want to do. That just, I, I don't know, that really got to me today. Thank you for bringing this. Yeah, of course. And I will say that if you think about it a little bit differently in terms of where you're spending your time, that helps too. For me, I was like, oh man, I'm investing this money into a nanny or investing this money into a housekeeper. But that investment means I'm not spending hours doing something that takes away time from my daughter. And I work a lot. And when I'm with my daughter, I want to be with her. I want to be present. I just don't want to be in front of her thinking about other things and worried about other things. I want to be present and thinking about it like that and investing time in my sanity so I can invest time with my daughter was huge. So I'm glad that resonated with you. And I hope it does with the audience too. I feel like it's a topic that everyone can relate to whether they realize it or not. Yeah. And, and I think even, even if you're not a parent, the kind of example or the, the shift around something being an expense or an investment is really, really valuable to, to figure out, you know, what narratives have I accepted just because this is the culture that I was born into or my family's mindset, right? That maybe we need to rethink because there are some things that could be better for me if I could shift my mindset from this being expensive to this is an investment. Uh, and one thing I know that Arjun mentioned the other day when he was talking about this same subject, right, about uh, hiring a housekeeper, he was saying that if you hire a housekeeper, you will make more money. And he said he doesn't know why. It doesn't always make sense, right? He can't tell you A plus B equals C. He just knows if you hire a housekeeper, you will make more money. You will have more bandwidth. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I totally agree with that. One of the things I think about is, you know how how people say you should dress the part you want? I feel like the same is true about your work environment too. If I'm in the right work environment, I do better work. If my desk is clean and organized, I do better work. If my house is clean and organized, I feel like it helps me in so many ways as well. So I don't want to live in chaos and having the housekeeper 
and the nanny is another way to control that. And it just makes it, I feel like I'm definitely more successful because I have both of them. I loved that. I heard a quote the other day that said, um, smooth is fast, right? And it's like, if you can smooth out your mind and your environment, smooth is fast. Fast, if you think of like, I need to do this faster, it almost brings you kind of that frenetic energy. But if you think of smooth, it like gives you that peaceful ease. Maybe that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. I like that. That makes sense. Also for anyone else who has ADHD, because I totally do. If something else on my desk is not in its spot, I get distracted. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to fix this. And then I just go on this total tangent instead of staying focused. So even the clean desk and the organized desk helps keep me on track. Well, speaking of being smooth, um, I have to tell the audience at home that Delisi promised me a, well, Delisi and Arjun both promised that as part of our biggest of bonuses, right, that Team Arjun got for having sold 25,000 books on launch day of the Profit First for Lawyers book, I officially got my part in that. Um, and I am so excited to announce this one. Delisi, you guys, I don't know how you kept this under wraps. And I also <laughs> don't know how that conversation between you and Arjun went. Um, but I was a little bit gobsmacked and a whole lot giddy when this giant package came to my door. Please tell me we have a clip. Do we have a clip of this? <laughs> we do. We do. But I think, um, let's see, how should we do the order of this? You know what? Yeah, let's do let's do a quick reveal clip of the giant box. And when Mr. Gentleman came to my door to install, which by the way, that what that was a hysterical conversation because I got a phone call from a local contractor that said, Hey, um, we need to schedule an appointment to get into your house, and your colleagues have created this surprise for you. And they don't want us to tell you what we're installing, but we need your permission to install it. <laughs> it was so weird. And I responded, I was like, oh, well, sure. You know, I trust my colleagues. Come and install something random in my house. <laughs> anyway, let's roll the clip. I made sure that we filmed it just for you guys. Um, so here is when I finally got to reveal what was in the big box. Hey, Josh, come in. Oh, what fun do we got here? <laughs> I absolutely have no she idea. Everybody know. has threatened me on pain of death. My parents came over and taped the side of the box, so I have no <laughs> clue what's in here. And you were my first time figuring it out. That is awesome. Josh, what are you doing awesome. today? I am just out doing fun. Oh, you don't even know. Uh, we're going to find uh, out together. Kind of have a little bit of an idea, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, what have you got? Check it out. A smart bidet. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> smart bidet. Oh my gosh! What is it? It's a bidet. Awesome. We're putting this in the big room. Um, That's hilarious. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Didn't you talk to Arjun about a bidet? <laughs> oh my gosh, I did. He's been making fun of me for this bidet thing for months and months and. <laughs> it is awesome. Okay, scissors for when you need to cut straps. That is awesome. That's an awesome gift from a coworker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boss. He asked me what would I do with my first 
a bonus, whatever I want. And I told him, I want a fancy bidet. And he said, do you want a toilet? And I said, no, Arjun, I want the Rolls Royce of toilets. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're going to figure out. That is definitely a Rolls Royce of toilets. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Growing been... into an adult, getting excited about toilets. Right? <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. It was a first car and now it's a toilet. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Adulting.com. Yep. <laughs> oh, I can't believe he sent me a toilet. <laughs> this is the best day ever. I know. I know, Dad. You've been researching this from the beginning. What does this bad boy do? Everything. It self-cleans. You never it's have to self clean. Self-cleans? It self-flushes. Depending on the seat is a smart seat goes up and down slowly. Heated. Oh, heated seats. Um, yeah. Well, oh, and I don't know how it works, but it has some sort of Ooh. smell eraser. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that part works. This looks fancy. What's cool is it's not. It doesn't have a tank, so I I think you could just, it just continue to flush it, right? To the water. It picks up directly to the water. Oh, that is so cool! So, so it's oh pretty. Oh my goodness! I'm just glad there's a professional here to. to <laughs> yeah, I'm sure glad we have to figure it out. Oh yeah, these yeah. are fun ones. <laughs> I know you didn't realize it today, but you're part of my residence. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay, uh, that one is way too heavy for me to lift. Oh my gosh. Arjun and Team Arjun, this is the best day what ever. Thank you, sir. <laughs> How did that conversation even go, Delisi? <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> oh man, I hadn't seen that clip. It's beautiful. <laughs> so so Arjan and I were talking about what to get you as a bonus um and he was dead set on the toilet and I was like Arjan <laughs> we can't get her a toilet and he was like why not and I'm like who wants a toilet as a bonus and he's like Delisi trust me she wants this toilet and I'm like I don't know about this. And he said, no, you don't understand. It is an amazing toilet. And then he told me about all the features. And for the record, your toilet really is a Rolls Royce of toilets because <laughs> this has more features than his toilet, which you saw and loved. So he talked me into it and he said, but the only way this works is if it's a surprise. And so I had Denise help me coordinate with the plumber to make sure that we could get this set up at your house. We didn't want the toilet to get there. And then you saw it for several days and you opened it. Plus this Rolls Royce of toilets actually needs its own electrical outlet. So then we had to find a plumbing company that also had electrician. So then it could be installed properly. That's what and, threw me off yeah. so bad, if I may, because I was like, okay, if it's something that's getting installed in my house, I've talked with Arjun about two things, and I've talked with Team Arjun about two other things, but three all together. And I was like, okay, they do plumbing and they do electric. So it's, it could be any of them. Yeah, it was great. And, you know, one of the things he talked about was let's think of a bonus that she wouldn't buy herself. Because, yes, we gave you a monetary bonus that everyone saw in a, in a previous episode. You should link that episode here. 
But we wanted to also get you a bonus that you wouldn't buy for yourself. So this was that bonus. And I'm so excited that it worked out and that you love it. Also, everyone else on the team now wants this toilet because (laughs) I think maybe you should share all the features that are with this toilet because it's amazing. This is truly the Rolls Royce of toilets. This might even be the spaceship of toilets. (laughs) This is is no longer a car. This thing has heated seats and it's got a light. It's self-cleaning. Um, it's self-sanitizing. It has a deodorizer, so that's cool. <laughs> it has different flush settings and a sensor, so it self-flushes depending on how long you've been there, so it knows how much water to use. <laughs> it's got different pressurizers. It's got massagers. It's got <laughs> it's got a um, an air blow dryer, so it's like it's like a full spa experience <laughs> anytime you sit down on this thing. <laughs> Best money I never did spend. Yes. <laughs> now we need one in every single room in my entire house. I was laughing so much about this, though, Delisa, because, um, you know, Zoe's been watching a lot of Zoe on T-Mar, John, for anybody listening. She's been watching a lot of the clips so that when she comes back, she'll have a, a bunch more that she wanted to bring to the table anyway. But she found one after the installers came to my house and she was dying laughing and she sent this clip to me and she said, Carly, when you and Delisi announce your biggest bonus, you have to play this clip from in studio. So uh, I feel like we kind of have to. Here's a here's a behind the scenes clip from the studio where we recorded the audiobook with Arjun when he first found out about my obsession with bidets um, and made fun of me mercilessly for this. Yeah. Let's roll that clip. Are you recording the whole thing? I'm recording the whole thing. So what you need to do is make a note. Oh, I did, yeah. You're making notes yeah. so he can go back and find yeah, snippets for you. If there's a note, I'm good. Per the conversation we had at lunch yesterday where we made the whole marketing plan. Yes. Which such marketing plan will afford you? Is it a new car? Oh, no. Oh, no. Too small. Her motivation is so much more interesting. I'm excited. I'm outfit. What she wants, what Carly wants. Can you feel that? What Carly wants for a cheat. Oh, she's going to feel it. I feel it. It will be felt. <laughs> what Carly wants as her incentive as her reward as her just desserts <laughs> for achieving the milestone that we've established for the sales of this book mm-hmm. is none other than a top of the line fully featured heated toilet oh boy with with a fan I'm wondering why is she so red? What could it be? With a fan. It's a bidet, not just a regular bidet. <laughs> it's okay. a toilet with a built-in bidet. The seat goes up and down automatically at the punch of a button. It's heated for those cold Idaho winters. But he wants three of them. She wants three of them, not just one. Wow. All my, all my toilets. And this my is why she has a marketing campaign that she's gonna crush it. That's right, I am. This is how you motivate. Cause she's got standards. This is how you motivate. This is how you motivate a team of superstars. You figure out what they want and you put it in front of them 
and you give them the tools and the means and the resources to go after it, oh. and everyone's happy. You know, I don't want a Rolls Royce. I would like three Rolls Royces of toys. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. That's very real practical law firm management advice. This is this is how you motivate people. You gotta figure out in all seriousness, you gotta figure out what everyone's financial goals, their personal goals, their professional goals are, why those goals matter to them, and then help each of your superstars make a plan for how they're going to achieve their goals by helping you achieve your goals. And you give them the tools and the resources and the budget, of course, to uh, to go after. And um, this is this is how you do it. This is how it's done. All right. Boom. All right. I could see that going somewhere. I'm going to go to chapter five. Okay, hang on one second. That was so real while you were ramping up. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm very pale. I turn red very easily. <laughs> I honestly had forgot about that. I think I blocked it out. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I didn't know about that clip. This whole time, for the record, I had like really debated Arjun on this. I was like, Arjun, a toilet, a toilet. Are we sure about this? And he was like so steadfast on the toilet. Like, it's clear, even in the session when you guys were recording, you to you told him about it. So wow, I had I had no idea. That's amazing. <clears throat> I don't remember how it came up in conversation, but I do remember being out. You know, it was the first time. So in my very early tenure on Team Arjun, I flew out to Miami and I organized Arjun's bookshelves as. Clearly, that's a big passion of mine. And um, I don't remember how it came up in conversation, but I had said that I had an interest in bidets, you know, because cleaner and better for the environment and all kinds of stuff. In any case, I got a text message not too much later. Arjun put me in a group chat with his wife, and I really hadn't met Allie much at this point, but all the group chat said was, Allie, Carly wants to sit on your toilet when we get home. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. And she just responded, what? Really? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, you can't tell your wife I want to sit on her toilet. Oh, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh my gosh, it was hysterical. When, you know, I was so touched when, um, when I got that box, because this conversation with Arjun was from, you know, a little more than half a year in between the box actually getting here. And, and I knew that he had made fun of me for it a little bit in in good picture it was it was all in good fun we were all laughing but i i knew that he had but i didn't realize that that was something that he was really serious about or that he knew that i was really serious about you know what i mean um i i really didn't expect that box to contain the bidet it was one of the three things that i thought maybe might be um but i was really touched by how seriously he took me and how seriously everybody on Team Arjun did, right? Where um, it's not just, I don't know, a, a wine subscription, right? But you guys really, really thought deeply and hard about, I don't know, you, you really put me first and, and did something really, really thoughtful. And um, it made me get a little misty that day too, where I was just thinking, Gal, how cool is it to belong to a team that pays attention, and really cares when you win or lose or succeed. 
I can't even respond. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the things I love working with Arjun. Like he really does care. And I think it's something that sets apart the person you work with and the relationship that you have with them. Like all kidding aside, that really meant something to you. And it was something that you wanted. And what I hope everyone takes away from this is if you want to hire and keep superstars on your team, just like you, you have to ask them what they want and really listen. And then when they do amazing work like you did, you give them that thing that means something to them. And it makes the relationship so much stronger. Oh, man. <laughs> <clears throat> Truly, working here has been a dream come true. And not only because I get to work with books and perform now on a podcast, which were two of my biggest little girl dreams. Um, you know, I, I think it makes a huge difference when you work with people who understand people <clears throat> and who really, truly care. And not only about the team, but also about the members that they work with. Um, it is evident in every bit of the culture of the company. And I sometimes feel like I have to pinch myself a little bit to say, no, this is where I go to work every single day, you know? And sometimes it's work, right? Like you can't go into work every day and say, today was the most fun that I have ever had, um, you know? So, but I never wake up in the morning and dread coming to my desk. And I think that that is a really big indicator of the kind of culture that you create and that Arjun has created in this company um, where I don't feel like a cog in a machine. I feel like a valuable and valued human. Well, I'm, I'm so happy that you feel like that, Carly. The feeling is mutual. Um, on a lighter note, I would just like to say that leading up to your gift, I tried to share as many puns as I could and it made me have so much <laughs> joy when I would tease it and say, don't you worry, Carly, it's not a shitty bonus. <laughs> or, or when I told the team the day of, I was like, Carly, please share photos and video when your gift arrives. We are not party poopers. We want to celebrate with you. Like, I just, all the jokes, all the jokes. Um, there is this wonderful South Park episode where one of the characters goes to Home Depot and he goes into the Japanese toilet section of Home Depot. And it was such a great clip to share with you after you got your Rolls Royce of toilets. Uh, because every time I go to Home Depot now, I think of you. <laughs> I just want to ask, where are the Japanese toilets? <laughs> you should, though, Delisa. You should get one in every room in your house. I'm telling you, this thing is life-changing. <laughs> you know what? If we, if we really work this out, someone needs to figure out how we can get, like, a promo code for this toilet and, like, have it linked below. <laughs> okay, you guys. Can I be your toilet ambassador? <laughs> I'm going to need a sash if I do, though. A sash that just says toilet ambassador. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, let's take this next level. Carly, oh, no. 
If you become an ambassador for that toilet, then I, on behalf of Arjun, will get you another toilet as a reward to celebrate your success. <laughs> well, Arjun, if you're listening, it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> oh, all right. So new challenge unlocked. Become a toilet ambassador. <laughs> all right. I'm doing it, you guys. That's going to be my next one. Oh, man, Delisi, I'm so glad that you came today, even though you completely destroyed my eye makeup. So thanks for that. Oh, same. Yeah, I didn't oh. come on to the show thinking I was going to cry. <laughs> not me, not talking about toilets in any case. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so, so, so much for your time today. You know, we'll definitely have you back again. I can't believe where we are today from where we started, especially with Arjun knowing nothing about this show to doing the big surprise. And here we are still going strong with lots of actionable insights and content. Thank you for trusting me with this project. And thanks again for coming today. Absolutely. You're doing a great job. And I'm sure the audience will agree. Thank you. All right, folks, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for sticking around. Make sure that you join us again next time for some more actionable insights and great content that will help to make your law firm and your lives more profitable. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Profit First for Lawyers. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. And buy your copy of the book at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. Your future self will thank you for it. And we will see you next time.